You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, welcome everybody to the Geek Card Check Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And Chris sadly is not with us today. He's off having um, his head checked because we have such exciting news and his head exploded. I can't wait to talk about it. Oh man, I can't either. This is a very special edition of the Geek Card Check podcast. This is an abnormal episode. We just did a check-in this last week and we have one of our planned movie discussions coming out next week. But because San Diego Comic-Con just talked a whole bunch about Star Trek Picard and The Expanse Season 4, Kate and I thought, We have got to talk about it as soon as possible. But before we get into that, uh, we'd like to just ask you guys to do a a quick favor for us. Jump on social media. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook at the Geek Card Check Podcast, uh, and on Instagram as well at Geek Card Check. But also head over to iTunes or Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that you you, uh, normally get your podcasts. Follow us there. Subscribe to us and give us a five-star rating. It just helps us to get discovered um, a little bit easier by other people who don't normally um, follow us. So, without further ado, it is time to talk about The Expanse. Kate, what did we learn about The Expanse at San Diego Comic-Con? Well, we have two, I repeat, two new videos about yeah, The Expanse. We, we have a teaser trailer and an actual clip from, I'm assuming, the first episode just based on the Looks events. like it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I should say up front... If you have not seen season three, well, we're not going to go in real depth here. There will be some spoilers in what I say next. So wait to listen to this if you haven't watched season three. Of the and Expanse. really, you should you should watch seasons one, two and three. Season one is a little bit rougher than two and three are, but they are excellent seasons of television. They're all on Amazon Prime. And then you could listen to our older episodes. Uh, we, we covered seasons one, two and three and interviewed one of the creators of the show um, on the podcast. So have a listen there absolutely so at the very end of season three we have this really exciting moment when a bunch of wormhole gates begin appearing in the slow zone and our main characters realize hey there are other worlds out there through those gates that humanity can move out to it changes the entire balance of of power with the belt and earth and mars earth shattering moment no pun intended And with season four, we are now going through one of those gates with the crew of the Rossi, which was super exciting. Oh, Um, man. And this is adapting the fourth book, correct? We're into Cibola Burn, correct? That is correct. Uh, My favorite of the books. Well, I just read the the most recent one, Tiamat's Wrath, which might be my favorite now, but Cibola Burn for a long time was my favorite of the books. So I'm excited for this season. We also see in the teaser trailer a clip of Avasarela just letting loose with her F-bomb. So we know that she is definitely in this season as well, which was a question mark for those who read the book. Yeah. Well, and and also it demonstrates that Amazon Prime is definitely letting them loose. You know, sci-fi didn't have this, you know, had some more restrictions for the, um, for swearing and things like that so amazon prime is certainly demonstrating okay the you know the the handcuffs are off absolutely so we get sort of a montage of what people are doing on the rosie we see uh, amos checking his weapons we see oh, naomi training which her training is really important because guess what guys they are going to a planet named illis in season four and amos is from earth 
Holden is from Earth. Alex is from Mars. But as a Belcher, Naomi's never been on a planet before. Exactly. And she gets her first time on a planet. So uh, Belcher bodies uh, develop without gravity. So they're not used to gravity. Gravity is painful. You might even remember a torture scene in season one where a Belcher is being tortured with Earth gravity. It's very painful if your body doesn't develop that way. So um, in the... Um, in the clip video that we get, there is a really fantastic moment. It was my goosebumps moment with the new video footage of Naomi uh, walking out for the first yeah. time out of uh, through a tube onto Earth. And as she's walking out, there's that moment where she gets dizzy because she looks up at the sky. She's never seen a sky before. And then she walks out onto Earth and the gravity is there. And it's just, oh, I loved that moment so much. Did that affect you, Tyler, too? Absolutely. And it, and it gave us some some deep just visual characterization, which is some of my favorite. You don't need long exposition to, just, to, to go into, oh, she's feeling this, she's doing that. It's just you are seeing it, you know, kind of bombard her senses. And I, and I think it's going to be fantastic to see. And it was one of my favorite moments as well. Yeah, Dominic Tipper nails it. I can't wait to She's see so good. all the rest of it. There's even little bits where they're walking towards a settlement and you see someone oh. put out a hand, you know, touching her, making sure she's okay. You can see she's visibly struggling more than the guys underneath her pack, even though she's plenty strong enough on the ship, but gravity she's not used to. So, so much there. Um uh, we get to see some of the people who are living on Ellis. We see someone who I believe is going to be the villain of this season. And there's a really cheeky moment at the very end of the video <laughs> where he says, I hope that answers your question. Oh, it was perfect. Yes. Yeah, it's a great meta moment where it's also to the fans going, you've been waiting for this. I hope this answers your question because guess what? The release date for season four will be December 13th. We oh, finally have a date. Great. I'm so excited. And, and it is a little later than we than we expected. But honestly, now that we have a date, it doesn't even matter. Like I'm, I, I'm ready and like rearing to go. I'm so excited. I'm, I'll, you know, we'll rewatch the first three seasons before it starts. It's, oh, it's yeah. going to be fantastic. And it's good timing, you know, because we we're finding out as we'll talk about with, uh, with Picard in just a little bit, that's going to be an early 2020 release. So they're not, you know, not overlapping too much. It seems timed very well with other things. So. Right. One question that wasn't answered, or at least not what I've seen so far, it might be in some of the coverage that's still being released from San Diego Comic-Con, but that question is, will this be a full season drop or will they stretch them out? And Amazon oh, typically point. does full season drops, but we don't know for sure. So uh, split opinions about that, certainly. Personally, I'm rooting for a full season drop because then I can yeah. just watch it over and over again and be totally. very, very happy. But I, I remember we talked to Daniel Abraham about that, and and he wasn't sure at the time. But I, if I remember correctly, I think he speculated that it would be a full season drop because that's what Amazon does. But he hadn't had any confirmation. He didn't even know at the time. So, right. So if you want to see um, analysis of the videos, io9 already has at least one article up with another one planned soon. I'm sure the internet's going to be full of it. Um, sure. But we'll try to put some of those links in the in the show notes too. Absolutely. So um, we also anticipate at least one more teaser trailer um, before December because uh, this one was pretty brief. It was mostly showing you who was going to be in it. Uh, not right. a lot of the plot, though. If you've read the book, you have an idea where the plot is going. So... Um, this was this was my stand up and cheer excitement moment on Twitter when I saw this come out. Um, I am 
I am much calmer in voice at this moment than I was then. There was shouting, my poor neighbors. <laughs> I was very happy. So this is my number one excitement for 2019 now that Picard's been moved to 2020. So Right. I, oh, totally. Yeah. Well, and I, this, this probably would have been my biggest one as well if we hadn't just had the, you know, the Picard trailer, which just knocked my socks off, jaw dropped, gasped out loud. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, who couldn't be here, like we said today, uh, Chris told us he shed some tears. I mean, he real it, tears, it hit him hard, joking. real tears. Yeah, no jokes. Uh, so I, that's so I, I'm, and you can tell I'm rearing to go. Is there anything else before we get into Picard? Is there anything else about Expanse that you want to make sure we we talk about? I think those are the points. So Tyler, take us into Picard land. Oh, guys. Okay. I just the sheer excitement is something I'm hoping that we're going to be able to just, you know, keep it contained because I'm so excited to talk about this. We have a full length um, trailer out now for um, Star Trek Picard. We'll put the link to that in the show notes. Uh, But really, before anything else, just like The Expanse, you know, pause the podcast right now. Go watch the trailer for Picard and uh, and then come back and listen to it because it's going to be spoilerific, but also just packed with uh, packed with the feels i think so i'll kind of walk through the trailer not a not a full recap but just the highlights that stood out to me and kate if there's anything i'm i'm skipping or that they stand out to you um let me know so uh we definitely basically right off the bat um get the fact that picard is he's he's having a hard time um being on earth he's having a hard time in retirement um he he doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere he's having a conversation with i think it's an admiral it sounds like mm-hmm. um and then he mentions ever since Data sacrificed himself, which is referring to Nemesis. And then we get uh, the parts of what I assume is B4 because Data is vaporized. Um, yes. But, but I assume that we're getting the parts of, of B4 um, disassembled in a drawer. Um, and he's, he is talking about he can't, he can't, uh, he doesn't belong anywhere. He doesn't feel like himself. Um, and it's probably just this, you know, it's Picard. He doesn't. He doesn't handle retirement very well, which we which we would expect. I think just even the beginning words, the the, the teaser or the, sorry, the trailer starts out with "Have you ever been a stranger to yourself?" And yeah. you hear him saying many many times, and that made me think, yeah, he was you know Lacutus and Lacutus. every variation. Yep. But this one feels different because he's at a different point in his life, and this sets the tone for a reflective look at. You know, who is Picard when he is not a captain, when he's tried to be on Earth, yeah. you know, the last 20 or so years, living in retirement? The identity of captain uh, was hugely shaping for him. And the trailer throughout plays with that. Um, you know, it's, it's asking him to find a crew again as he engages with the central mystery of this uh, show that uh, he's told to be the captain that they remember. I think this is the remaking of Picard into who he's going to be at the end of the season. For sure. And and that goes along with some of the comments that were made during the panel, um, which I haven't seen the video yet. I don't know if the video is posted, but I did read a recap of the panel uh, where Michael Shabon is, is interviewed, Kirsten Beyer, who are both um, writers uh, they, um, Michael Shabon wrote for Short Treks. He's also you know, a Pulitzer-winning writer. Kirsten Beyer wrote some episodes for um, Star Trek Discovery and is best known for her Star Trek Voyager novels. Um, and they both mentioned uh, that, that writing P- 
Picard at this age and time in his life is a central feature. So just like you're saying, um, this is not just, oh, this is our old captain gallivanting around the universe. He is a man dealing with his place in the universe, his place in his life. Um, and I think that's going to be central. I agree with you. I think it's going to have the emotional core that Nemesis never found. Right. And that's that's the biggest thing. And, and we'll, we can take this time to, to say you guys should go back and watch or and listen to our, our nemesis episode, which was a, a long, it was our 50th uh, episode and it kind of just dug into what we were hoping um, for nemesis and what we were even hoping for Picard because nemesis is a bit of a rough ending for this crew. Um, and so I'm hoping that it really addresses mm-hmm. kind of those, those unanswered questions or unresolved feelings um, at the end of nemesis. Absolutely. Yes. So what do you think about the girl that, or the woman that shows up asking for Picard's help? I love, uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued by this mystery woman. Um, she is, I, I couldn't find the actress's name. I did look around. Maybe I just didn't look hard enough. She is, uh, she, she goes up to Picard and says, uh, you know, I don't really, she seems like she's kind of a lost in the world. Uh, but she says, for all I know, um, I am, I am going to be safe with you. Uh, she is then referred to as the end of all things. She's referred to as the destroyer. Um, but other than that, we don't, we don't really know much about her. Is there anything else that you picked up about her? Yeah, I have a lot of questions and I think that, um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a very personal connection, uh, for either Picard himself or for somebody he cares about that the reason why she's there right uh any speculation on on your part yet not yet i don't think we have enough useful information i mean we know that she can fight we know that she's being transported out in the middle of the fight but we don't really have enough information about her um and why she matters to make a real guess at least not from my perspective right um, from then on, it's it's kind of a lot of montage uh, sort of stuff. Things that you've already mentioned. There's uh, there's a crew getting together. There is um, an admiral kind of saying, "Hey, you know, Jean Luc, we need you back in some fashion." Um, and then we get a couple of reveals that um, <laughs> were kind of shocking. I'm going to start with with probably the least uh, re- you know big reveal. Um, just is an actress that I really like. Alison Pill is going to be in the show, which I didn't know. Um, we know she's going to be a researcher, a scientist of some kind, but we don't know anything about, about that. And I, I always like her. She was in the newsroom, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I really like her. Um, we see, we see glimpses of the new uniforms, a lot of that kind of stuff, but then big shocker, um, seven of nine, Jerry Ryan yeah. is revealed. To be a part yeah. of this, she. I heard her voice. Oh well, you do. You hear her voice before you see right. her face, and I'm like, wait, what? Same. Yes. Oh, blew my mind. A jaw drop, gasp out loud, blew my mind that she was in it. And seeing her, um, she seems to be. Well, her hair was down for one because Seven mm-hmm. always wore her hair up, and she seems. She's smiling. Yeah, like a more or, or grinning humanized. almost mischievously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She also has a certain familiarity with Picard that suggests that this isn't the first time that they've met up in the time that he's right. been Earth too. So that that's there's questions there that we'll I'm sure we'll find more details out about. Absolutely, which that is going to be this is going to be super exciting. With with her comes also the Borg. Um, we get a glimpse of kind of what looks like a broken up or mm-hmm. partially destroyed or maybe partially built Borg cube. Um, so the Borg are going to somehow be there uh, in this in this series. I don't know if they're going to be the big bad, but certainly those are part of the demons that Picard is working through. And uh, along with that, there was an announcement that um, 
Jonathan Delarco, who played Hugh, is going to be in in the season as yes. well. So in, in some fashion, that it, you know, more than just I'm going to say more than just flashbacks, and the, especially the fact that Seven of Nine is there, the Borg are going to be somewhat of a presence in the season. And if you um, don't remember Hugh, I think he was season five of Next Generation that you get his uh, particular episode. It was I believe really so. Yeah, the episode called I Borg, and then he comes back. Um, in Descent Parts 1 and 2, which is what, end of Season 6 into Season 7? Sounds about right. Something like that. So then after that, we have our biggest reveal right at the end of the of the trailer, which this one didn't get me as much as Seven of Nine because I didn't expect it um, because there's been rumblings about this one for a little while. We get a revelation that Brent Spiner is back and he is in his full Android makeup. I'm going to assume he is uh, B4, Uh there's been teases that he's mm-hmm. going to be data. I don't know how that's physically possible. I'm going to say he's B4, but maybe with memories of data, if anything, um, anything that you've picked up on or with holodeck. that or, or what were your, or maybe holodeck. I have seen those speculations, maybe just holodeck data. Um, that would be more yeah. okay with me. So maybe he saw those disassembled pieces of B4, but he goes into the holodeck and has recreated him or something like that. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Him playing cards with B4 or Data, we don't know which, is also a nice nod to the many uh, poker games and such totally. that were played on the Enterprise throughout the years. Right. We also have gotten some confirmation, yeah. uh, it, it sounds like at the panel, that uh, Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis will both be in um, Star Trek Picard in some fashion. They won't be main characters, uh, but they'll be there. So that's super exciting. I can't wait for that. Um I wonder about the others. You know, we haven't gotten confirmation. I wonder if we're going to get Lovar Burton, Michael Dorn, any of these other guys. Um, it's Please. it's bumming me out that there's just no word on Beverly Crusher, so uh, we don't get we don't get that that happy ending that the books have given us. I'm hoping it's just a surprise reveal that they're oh. saving for the show. Gosh, they're just like. The, and the he's gonna have a ring on his hand or on his finger or something like that, and they're they're <laughs> just married. That would just be amazing to me. But uh, but that's that's fine. Uh, I won't. Uh, I won't hold my breath too much. Any other takes from the trailer? I've got a couple other things that were announced at the at the panel, but anything else from the trailer that just particularly stood out to you that was impactful for you? So my second moment, and perhaps the bigger moment for me than Seven of Nine's uh, unexpected appearance, was the moment when Picard says "engage." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that got me. That got me. It did. Oh, that that absolutely did it. And he says it with this smile, like, "Oh, it's time. I'm ready to do it again." Like Ed, that that was something I was so excited mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Yep, that knowing look. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, a couple of other small things it is. If there's nothing else from the trailer, just a couple of other small things that were announced at uh, at the panel. Sure. It's been confirmed that there will be six short treks. I guess a clip, which you know, I'm sure will will make its way to the internet sometime soon. A clip from one of them involving Pike, number one, a Re- Rebecca Romaine and Anson Mount, um, and Spock, Ethan Peck. Um, I believe who all showed up. Uh, maybe just Rebecca Romaine and um, Ethan Peck all showed up at uh, at the panel. Um, this short trek will deal with tribbles in some fashion. So that's going to be very exciting. I hear that there was a girl eating a tribble in the, in the trailer. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what what that one looks like. Uh, they also interviewed the, uh, the creators and I did not jot down their names. Um, the creators of lower decks, um, Mm -hmm. not much new stuff is revealed there. We did find out it's post nemesis. We do. We find out that it's post nemesis takes place in 2380, which is, uh, so Nemesis is, I believe, 2379, something like that. So it's one year after Nemesis. Um, and 
a few, oh, we also find out, so just along those same lines, we find out that um, Picard, so, speak, so Lower Decks takes place in 2380. Picard will command the Enterprise E, will have commanded it until 2381. And uh, when he's promoted to Admiral, and he serves as an Admiral for five years on some sort of unknown special assignment, which I'm sure we will hear about in this one, uh-huh. um, until he retires in 2386, which is the year before Romulus explodes at the beginning of Star Trek 2009. So, yeah, so we've got all of these kind of timeline-y sort of things, which seem, I'm going to suspect that Lower Decks does not, you know, deeply involve the the major Star Trek mythology because it seems like it's much more, you know, kid-friendly and and, uh, and more fun-oriented, but it is interesting that we are dwelling in this area. It's not just that. It's also, they. It, I think they said that it was set on an unimportant ship where yes. the bridge crew thinks they're the stars, but really it's the lower deck. Like, you know, Which half I love. the humor of it works because it is not one of the flagship stories uh, that we traditionally see. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they, they poke fun at the flagship stories by being totally. the unimportant people. And some wry references, you know, to, to, you know, Kirk or Picard or any of these other guys and just, oh, well, you'll never be him or something like that. I, I'm excited about those because mm-hmm. Lower Decks, it, it, the show takes its name from one of the best episodes of The Next Generation called Lower Decks, uh, which just focuses on a bunch of ensigns. And so I'm, I'm really excited to see that yeah. that ex- exploration um, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm also wait. looking forward to any red shirt jokes that come up. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's going to be, <laughs> that's always going to be worth, uh, worth seeing. Uh, well, as far as I have, those are my last, uh, my last comments. Uh, is there anything else that stood out to you? Anything we've, we've not talked about from the, from San Diego Comic-Con? Well, I think, was it Jerry O'Connell that's supposed to be in it from, well, sliders back in the day. If those that's right. That. <laughs> He was in Stand By Me as well, uh, which I just watched. And it's a fant- uh, fantastic movie. If nobody's seen Stand By Me, you should, you know, when, the, when this podcast is over, go watch it. Um, but yeah, that was a, a surprise. He moderated the panel, I think, and then it said, oh, Jerry O'Connell is going to be in the show. And that, that shocked me, which I, in, in a great way. I'm excited. He's done a lot of voiceover work. Yeah. Hasn't he? He's yeah, been Superman news. for DC for a while, hasn't he? Uh, that I don't know because I'm not a Superman fan. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so. Um... Plenty more news, I'm sure, to come. Uh, we will probably cover uh, anything else that's revealed in upcoming Geek Card check-ins. But in the meantime, you have, in the coming week, um, a very long-lost episode. Long-lost. <laughs> From last December, we recorded, back when we were still the Next Trek podcast, we recorded um, an episode about the movie Brazil. And I am happy to say it will finally be airing uh, in the next few days. And so you'll get to hear our discussion of a wonderfully strange, interesting movie that none of the three of us had seen before. And uh, uh, I hope that maybe in anticipation of that episode, you'll go out and watch it yourself so you'll be fully ready. Or maybe we'll talk you into watching it through that episode. Absolutely. Please do watch that uh, that movie. That was a, a movie that for so long I had seen posters about and people have talked about Brazil. It's like, you know, one of the favorite sci-fi movies of all time for, for many people. And I thought, this looks like a dumb, you know, stupid comedy. What are you talking about? And it turned out, we had a great discussion about it. Um, but also it's, it turned out to be a great movie. I've recommended it many times since we watched it. So I'm excited for that to come yeah, out. Same, same. Well, everyone, uh, we'd love to hear what you think about the revelations from San Diego Comic-Con. Please hit us up on our social media. You can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at 
geek card check. And until next time, so long and thanks for all the fish. Mm -hmm.